Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Oh, it's alive! It's alive! Oh, righty. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. Hasta la vista, baby. Hey, where are the white women at? You see, we're on a mission from God. Hello, everyone. It's Jason Emmett. Welcome to another exciting edition of the Mixtape Podcast. This week, we have special guest Alexander Hamilton sitting in over Skype. He, myself, and KC are going to be speaking about, oh, God, we're going to be talking about a movie uh, from 1986 called Spookies, and really the only way to do this is to just get right into it. The, the movie is available on YouTube if you want to go watch it. Just know you have been warned. With that, we're going to go right into the show. I'm not going to do much more of an intro. You get to hear us talk, and that's what it'll be. Well, let's talk about a movie. All right. So I so we obviously have myself Jason Emmett here and and you hear Casey over there and we have Alexander with us again. It's it's great to have him back. Um so for those of you who might have remembered uh, the last time we had him on, we I think we started talking about Troll 2 and you said in that, "Hey, have you guys ever seen Spookies?" <laughs> and yeah. you, you warned us. To be fair, you did warn us. But it was how bad you said it was that was kind of what intrigued me to watch this in the first place. And I will tell oh, yeah. you, we have a we have a good friend of the show, and I, I said something to him the other night, and he's like, oh, God, you're watching a bad movie? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, what is it? And can I watch it? And I was like, yeah, it's on YouTube, man, go. So, Matt, if you watched it, <laughs> can't wait to hear your thoughts. But uh, we talked, or we watched, uh, we watched Spookies from 1986, question mark, sort of, kind of. Yes. Released yeah, in 1986. Let me ask you can, can you, can you average out how many times that you think you've actually said out loud, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, You're so this is God's honest truth. I was, <laughs> I was, ten minutes into the movie, if even, and I text Kevin and with literally, what the fuck am I watching? Because <laughs> he'd already he'd watched it like a day or two before me, and he his re, his reply back was, "Have you got to the fart monsters yet?" <laughs> And I was like, no. And he's like, so later on, I text him and said, just saw him. He goes, best part of the movie. (laughs) I was like, like, oh, my God. I'm kind of of partial to Exposition Boy at the beginning. (laughs) The kid going, who's got, he's like, gee, Willikers, it sure is dark and scary out here. Let me tell you what's going on with my backstory. Right. Let me. (laughs) So I'm going to give a real, real quick synopsis of this movie, and then there's so much... How did you actually do that? I I don't know. Sort of. Because like you said, it starts off... It starts off with like... And there's a reason for this, but with two very different stories going on at the same time. So Kevin and I both discussed this. Like, I'm watching it going, wait, what the hell? What What does those people have to do with these people? Why is there a random little kid out in the woods... Who's the creep that's also out? Why is everybody out in these woods? Like, I couldn't figure that out. They have this, there's a kid out in the woods with a backpack. 
and you're supposed to figure out pretty quickly <laughs> that he, yeah, you don't know his backstory. He's just in the woods. He, I guess he ran away cause it's his birthday. Then you got to, which doesn't make any sense in that, but you know, no, well, they forgot his birthday. They, they, they forgot, forgot his birthday, birthday. Yes. Then you got two cars driving to where, I don't know. Apparently you got a group of people that are totally mismatched that would never in real life be hanging out with each other, looking for a random spot to party. Literally, I th- I think that's what they were doing. Never got beyond that. Think they were just looking for a spot anywhere to party. <laughs> I they, mean, they could have picked like a cardboard box. <laughs> I mean, something else. So this kid's out in the woods. This guy pops up, starts talking to him, like you said, just to give some kind of exposition. Um, the kid leaves, and the guy promptly gets killed by a werecat. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I I was expecting certain things. Let's just put it that way. The little Billy character. Like Island of Dr. Moreau was, was like, oh, God. supposed to have been popular that year. <laughs> so Billy then runs through a graveyard and to a giant mansion. And for some reason, when he goes, he thinks it's okay to go in. And when he goes in, there's already a, a birthday party set up. And for some reason, he thinks his parents must have went to this random place and done this for him. Then he goes outside, and he gets buried alive. And I told Kevin, I was expecting this kid to come back at some point and have some purpose. He didn't, yeah. and he didn't. <laughs> like, there was no reason for this kid at all. <laughs> like, he and let's use buried in quotation marks, <laughs> like, because it's like he was only in there like what, a foot you know, deep in the ground. could have easily got out of there. So, so here's <laughs> the... Here's the, I hate to use this, but here is the plot that you're supposed to get from this movie, right? There's this yeah, plot, and and again, this is the plot that was pushed together later. So you've got a, you got like a warlock, who he's been keeping his bride for it's like been seventy years. He's trying to, I don't know what he's he's keeping her keeping her young, reviving her. I, I never really understood it, but he says he has to kill these people to revive her, except. I mean, one person dies, and she seems up and running around, so why he had to kill the rest, I don't know. Um, yeah. Anyway, so these then this group of people come to this mansion, and he they start dying one by one by all kinds of crazy creatures. That's pretty much the general plot of this movie, right? I mean, that's I'm not missing a yeah. whole lot. <laughs> it's, I mean, it, the, the movie just felt like the producer, the, the, the executive producers of the studio were like, We've never watched a horror film before, so we just rented all of these. And then they rented Oh, that was good. Let's put that in the movie, too. So, so you have, like, the, the cat guys, like Island of Dr. Moreau, and then you got the uh, little kid feels kind of like um, something from, from like, uh, what's that, that roadside attraction movie with... Um, um. What's with uh, Chuck of uh, the Rifleman was in it. Roadside attraction oh, one where... Uh, the mannequin. Uh, or, oh God! What? Um, I I know the movie. It's it's a full moon. Well, it's a Charles Band movie before. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he felt like a Charles Band character, and then and then like later on, you get like the the one guy is kind of like, uh, um, the dude. He sounds like Frau Bluka when he talks. <laughs> right, and and he sounds like he's talking through a tin can the whole time with this accent yeah. that's like uh, like what the hell is going on. Um, Trouble in Little China and and uh, Phantasm and yes, all oh, absolutely. One. 
he's got a little kid that runs around in like a with a monk's robe that t- totally made me think of Phantasm. Absolutely made me think of Phantasm. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think they were just like, well, let's cram whatever, which they do, whatever monsters we can think of in this movie. So I, I know you had known a little bit about this movie. I didn't. And so I got done watching it, and I told Kevin, I was like, it feels like like there was, okay. It feels like there was a core of a, for 1984, a decent horror movie in there. But then there's all this shit around this movie that didn't make any sense. And then what I found mm-hmm. out is that's absolutely 100% correct. There was another movie filmed. And then, <laughs> so you can correct me if I'm wrong about it. I read like a big old article on this after I watched you, you, it. You are correct. If you, if you buy, and I highly recommend buying the Vinegar Syndrome uh, release of this film, because it comes with an extras, and one of the extras is a documentary, like a making of. Oh, okay. Where you just, yeah, and I'm, I'm friends with one of like the producer-directors um, on Facebook. I actually, um, I, I, was, I almost got him involved in this, too. I, I, I didn't know if you want me to do that or not. Oh, yeah, that would have been great. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but he's, but he's, he's a really uh, a Frank, 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 Frankel, Frankel? I'm, I'm uh, Frank fucking up his name. Farrell, 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 something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, but he, but he, uh, when I, when I, when I told him is one of my favorite films, he was like, "Oh God, you have watched you you've watched the documentary, right?" Because <laughs> he's because like, he, like it's not the movie we wanted to make, and he's kind of like, "I'm kind of glad in a way," but it also it 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 would have been nicer to get more work and legitimacy back in the time back right. in the day you know but because no, no one would give them any work after that like it took a long time to rebuild the reputations so I re- like they, they got they took the heat for it i read this they actually had i read this huge article where they had um like the the original team like thomas doran uh brendan faulkner and and frank fair i think it's Farrell if i'm saying it right i could be saying it wrong but and then they got the new people and they interviewed them all, and they, they were all, like, telling their versions of what happened. And apparently, these guys set out to make a kind of a, a early Sam Raimi-esque kind of horror movie from yeah. the 80s. And the, according to them, they did. They were like, we finished it. We had Now we had a two-and-a-half-hour cut. We had, had a rough cut. It was a rough cut. We knew we had to trim it down to 90 minutes. And they said the, the financier on it, um, this Michael Lee guy, they were like, he knew nothing. He, he did not understand film at all, and he kept getting mad at us and, like, going off on us. And we're like, no, it's not finished yet. Like, we have to cut this. We know it's slow because there's big scenes that have to be taken out. And I guess they said they got in a huge fight with him, and he fired them both. He just fired them. Yeah. And then he hired this Jeannie Joseph girl who, up to this point, had worked in the adult film industry. And she... They said, according to them, she cut their stuff down to 45 minutes, hired a whole new cast. So all the stuff with the warlock and the Billy kid and the werecat. And I told Kevin, you hearing it, I realized they're never in the same scenes as the other people because they Mm -hmm. were all added after this second plot was like tacked on. Um, They didn't. And this, I, I noticed this too. They, they said that, um, they hired a new cameraman. He didn't use the same stock. He didn't use the same yeah. lighting. Nothing. So it even looks different. And you can yeah, and, and, and you can you can tell each scene. You can hear like the the foley is different. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. 
So like when the fart monsters come on, the sound completely <laughs> changes. So apparently, oh, which a, is classy. According to everyone that worked on this film, they all fought this this Michael Lee guy on the fart noises. He insisted. He thought it was hilarious. And none of them wanted yes. that. <laughs> They're like, you take this kind of creepy scene and add fart noises, and everybody's laughing. It's not creepy at all. I, yeah, that, that, those noises completely <laughs> ruined that scene. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a strong scene to begin with. No. <laughs> like, what, the, one, the one guy um, who uh, he got killed by the Ghoulies monster, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, it really was a Ghoulies monster, wasn't it? <laughs> he, was, he was like the Frankie Avalon-looking guy. Yeah. <laughs> but he, was talking, he was talking about, he goes, yeah, there's a whole scene where I was supposed to have, have like a cold, and I was talking funny the whole time. And and the, they they removed the context, <laughs> so there's like nobody knew why he was talking funny like that. He just was talking funny, and then um, it is Frank Farrell. I, I looked it up, um, but then they he said yeah there was like there's a scene where I'm like waving my arms there like a spaz, but they were supposed to drop in flying creatures around my head like oh, ghosts. God, that makes things. And they just didn't, they didn't bother. So, so he, he, but they left in his re- reaction. But they left out the ghost. <laughs> well, like Kevin and I talked about it. There's so the the uh, the greaser guy, the guy that wears like the, all the fake leather and you know the punk rock greaser. Yeah, yeah. So he never every he we never see him die. <laughs> like the the statue comes after the statue comes to life, the Grim Reaper statue, and he gets knocked over a table, and then the other guy does the great flying leap through the door. And Sam, Sam Waterston. And then it chases them, and we're like, we never see what happens to that guy. I will say this. They're, I bet you they're supposed to have him come back for a hero death later. I bet you. Like, I bet you're absolutely right. They, you can tell where stuff has just been cut together. Like, it's... The the whole stuff with them in the house, had they had, they had a reason for coming to the house, had they... Like, to, I have the... Imp- I get the impression. So, I guess it was originally supposed to be called Twisted Souls. That was the movie these guys originally filmed was this Twisted Souls. And they, they said, like, we were literally just making a horror movie, you know, with the tropes of, you know, a group of people in a house, you know, haunted stuff. I told Kevin, I got the impression that the movie they made was supposed to be about this group of kids or whatever they were. They went to a house and opened up some kind of possession because of this, this Ouija board. And that's where all the crazy shit happened. But they don't. They added this re- weird warlock thing, and it didn't like none of it made any sense. I mean, it just didn't have enough flow. It didn't know, have it. any flow. Yeah. I will say that some of the makeup effects were fun as hell to watch. Um, oh yeah, some of the makeup. Fe- I mean that that really brought me back. Like I I love seeing practical stuff. Um, I I love that kind of shit. I guess the guy uh, they had they said they had hired a guy um, to do it, and they ended up firing him and. And they ended up because I guess originally the guy they hired did the the muck men the fart monsters said that he like put them in overalls and threw latex and and broccoli on them and said there you go and they were like no 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 so they hired this Gabe uh, Bart Bartalis guy and he was like sixteen years old or something like that and I thought he's he's actually went on to do a lot of stuff um, and so did his the girl that helped him this uh, she she's actually won Emmys for Saturday Night Live and Mad TV. And I did. Well, I really thought that these the makeup effects made this movie fun enough to watch for me. Like I really enjoyed that stuff. I like that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean the fart monsters—they look pretty good. Yeah, they did. Know? 
I thought a lot of the the creature effects and the melting faces and she, I like this the claymation stuff sometimes too and um I thought some of the the, the one that, that that I get stuck on the one that I that I'm like that that really makes the movie terrible for me <laughs> is that that witch puppet the witch puppet's great <laughs> She's so, it's like it's just like a creepy face on a stick <laughs> just getting, yeah. yeah it's it's so awesome like madam, uh, what happened to you? I but I did think <laughs> that flowers. I did think the transformation of the Spider Woman was kind of cool. Um, that was that very was cool. cool. That was really my favorite part. The glowing brain ripping through the girl's head was kind of cool. Like there were some, there was some really fun stuff. Yeah, that part. But again, we're saying this shit, and it's like, man, they're just saying a bunch of stuff. Does it? It, it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It, they all this stuff is just sort of. There's no key monster. There's just all kinds of creatures. There's, like you said, there's the ghoulie puppets, the, these slimy slug things. I don't know what the hell they, or where they came from. They didn't bother to explain them. They didn't yeah. bother to explain and, the spider chick either. She was just there. And let's talk about this cast of characters, these supposed <laughs> protagonists here. I mean, you got one dude who's like easily 50. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he, like Sam, he looks like Sam Watterson from uh, Law and Order. Yeah, he does. Exactly. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and then you got, you know, the greaser who's pretty much, you know, an abusive dick to his girlfriend. Yeah. Who, you know, was actually pretty cute. You know, I was kind of, you know, hoping... For a little reveal from the girlfriend. I mean, it was but, the 80s. You know, I mean, but, yeah, it was the 80s. You know, it was a horror movie. Yeah, there were no boobies in that No movie. boobies. What the fuck? Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, so, I told... Ooh, they, they need to make a parody of this called Boobies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, when, I was telling Kevin this, too. Like, when they... When it started... And they were showing the two people in the cars. I actually thought that they were the parents... <laughs> originally like yeah oh it's their parents in one car and i was thinking it's their <laughs> teenage daughter and her boyfriend in the other car and then i was like no wait these guys are like why were these people hanging out and partying together like they didn't make any right. sense they hated each like, other one of them was british for some reason <laughs> well because he was <laughs> from don't get that because he was from england well yeah it was, was kind of like they, they just went it was like looking at um spider-man uh like gang members from the 60s and 70s where you'd have like the mohawk guy and the afro guy and the biker guy and like you'd have every single archetypal like tough guy in one mm-hmm. gang <laughs> and and one of them would be wearing like little john lennon specs for there some you reason <laughs> just because <Yeah. laughs> but i mean that's that's it that's this movie these these people end up in this house and why everybody thinks it's okay to go in this giant mansion out in the middle of nowhere. And it's not like it's run down inside. It's it's nice inside. It's not these people are just randomly going into this big house because they want to party. And yeah, just breaking it in a ring. Then know, they just no get killed by strange <laughs> creatures one by one. Girl gets possessed by a Ouija board and becomes whatever she becomes. And then there's the the, the premise of that party was a lot like the premise for them for the Blues Brothers doing the gig at the country bar. Driving <laughs> <laughs> around and randomly find a place. Right. <laughs> and then they go, oh, here it is. Right. But the problem is the Blues, Blues Brothers satirical comedy, so it totally works. This movie this movie right. is a comedy now, you know, whether it intended to be or not. And, and I mean, the ending, what the hell. 
like, what, what the hell? <laughs> Here's some zombies. Oh, and uh, get in the car. Guess what? Surprise. It's the werecat creature. Oh, and at the beginning of the movie, we show you a, uh, a, a sarcophagus that's like breathing heavy. Guess what? The warlock dude's going to pop out of it. Why he was in it at the beginning, I don't know. It didn't make it. It was crazy. <laughs> I think, though, that this movie should be a rite of passage for every horror fan. I'm thinking, like, this movie is worse than Troll 2, but with better special effects. <laughs> and I think I think if you're a if you're a horror fan and you haven't seen it, you 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 really need to see it. It's kind of I mean, I I hated you know, I, it and loved it every second of it. <laughs> hated I, I'm it. also going to recommend like you you guys even uh, if, like pick up The Vinegar Syndrome because they've remastered it. So they actually one thing I never realized when I watched the um I have like a poor copy of it. Uh like a, like a DVD made from a, a 10th generation video. Right. And then the, the, the copy that's on YouTube is yeah. pretty similar quality to, to my, my copy. Uh, but one thing I never realized until I saw the, the remastered was the Catman has a hook for a yes, head. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, didn't, and I was like, I've watched this movie a hundred times and I never noticed that. Yeah, I didn't my copy see it. Before. But I know he was slashing the kid's face and then i i read that so you're right it, it's very dark the the version that you see on youtube is it's dark i mean it's watchable you get the gist of what's going on mostly but and, and if, you're, if you're a fan of 80s films you you probably have nostalgia for watching really piss poor uh copies of of these movies absolutely. too yeah yeah i mean mm-hmm. it's it it definitely feels early 80s it's it's a fun oh, yeah. it's it's a fun watch in that you know it's bad this would be a great movie to sit around with a group of friends on on a weeknight and just have a blast watching it together. It really would. It'd be, and that's how I watched Troll Two the first time with a group of friends. So I could totally see doing that with this movie and just having a blast. So I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. I did read that. I think that they released a Blu-ray copy of it or something like that. So yeah, that's, that's uh, the Vinegar Syndrome, and, and I think Gary Poland did a cover of it. And the original movie poster is done by uh, uh, Roger, not Roger Corman, uh, Corburn. He did a lot of uh, heavy metal uh, comics, and he did a lot of. Uh, he, he's, he's like one of those guys with like Frazetta mm-hmm. and, and all those dudes. He, he's like a fantasy. I think he's still alive. The poster's great. Oh, oh, Cor- oh. <laughs> Richard Corbin. That's not, that name sounds familiar. I don't know the poster. Richard. The poster's great. It's Have great. You seen the movie Heavy? The yeah, first sequence yeah. where like yeah. it becomes like he he's bald and becomes like the the warrior, that's that's that's, that's the same uh, artist. Oh okay yeah oh yeah. wow I can, he's, I can he's a see prominent that. heavy like heavy metal magazine artist and, and like fantasy magazine artist very prominent he did a lot of record covers for metal bands and shit too, but he did the Spookies poster without ever seeing the movie he probably regretted that one. <laughs> Maybe I mean the, like I said the poster's great and you know this movie. Yeah. This movie has developed quite the cult following, and I guess they said, like, you know, at first it didn't, it made like $17,000, and of course it did really bad. But I guess over the years, it's, I was reading that it, through video release and, and like, I guess USA, USA Network, sorry, it's my computer, USA Network picked it up and, like, used to play it, like, all the time. And I guess over the years, it's actually made a little bit of money for them. But at the time, yeah. it tanked. And so now I think, like you said, a lot of them just look back and they're kind of like, I mean, it sucks, but we're kind of, in a way, it's kind of fun to have our names attached to it at this point. <laughs> so, 
And I also think, like, and, it, and it, it's unfortunate that they didn't get it. Didn't it didn't have the the the, the patina? Because I want to call it polish or shine because it has none of those. <laughs> none things. of those things. It has a patina, like like a nice like a nice piece of metal that's been sitting in the rain for twenty five years. You know, it's it's a uh, it has like a like a patina to it that you you it's it's completely of of its time. It is completely even though it's 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 a mess of a movie. It has mm-hmm. like all the tropes and all the feel that you want from your nostalgic movies. And if they had made the movie they want to make, I kind of wonder. It, it probably just been forgotten. I mean, if it, oh yeah, it's a good movie. I saw it, but it's, but people wouldn't be like, oh, you gotta see it. Well, it's very probably very town, true. Yes, you gotta see it. Yeah, so I, I feel like if the movie they made would have been a good movie, but it would have been like Spirit Board or something like that, where right. Ouija, whatever that movie was, where it just oh yeah, it's a good movie. You but, know, but that's about it. It's a good movie, but it was the early '80s, and you probably saw that same decent movie a hundred times. Whereas yeah, this one, yeah. this one is definitely something all its own. Like there's, there's not two of this. <laughs> this is in a class all its own. Yeah, well, and bad movies. Yeah, there's not going to be a sequel. <laughs> you know, hey, never say never, man. Bad movies. That's true. That's bad true. movies have a way. These type of bad movies have a way of becoming extremely popular and are like are now in their own category. And yeah. I, I, it's funny. I had said to Kevin and now I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to watch it. I told Kevin, I said, I think it'd be interesting. Like the backstory behind this movie is almost, well, it is more interesting than the movie itself. And I would love for them to make a movie about the making oh, of yeah. this movie. Like, I think that would be awesome. And that would be actually a really good biopic. I think so. Like, it would. uh, I think they did it. What, the disaster artist wasn't that about uh, uh, Tommy Wiseau um, and yeah. the room? I haven't mm-hmm. seen. I haven't seen the disaster artist yet, but um, it was good. But that's. I mean, same kind of principle. Wouldn't it be great to see them make a movie about them making this movie? Because when you read about all the Sorry, crazy Tommy shit, yeah, there you go. Ed, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, you can really. It's something you can really sink your teeth into, even if you don't know anything about the movie, or or the character, or the people in it. it it's still a great oh, story. God, yeah, man, like like Ed Wood style. Yeah, that would be awesome. Mm. That would be really good. Because I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you ever seen that, Kevin? You ever seen Ed Wood? I think bits and pieces of it. I know Johnny Depp's in it. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, who was that dude who played uh, Bela Lugosi in that? Was Oh, uh, Martin Landau, the old man. Yeah, that's it. Martin Landau. He's no, great. No, Martin Landau. Yeah. It's uh, uh, what the fuck? No, he was from uh, Space 1999. Uh, yeah, because everyone knows that, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it is. It is. Hold on, I'll tell you. It's Martin Landau. Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Um. Lisa Marie's in it. Julie, Juliet Landau, uh, Jeffrey Je- Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> it was obviously before certain things happened in the world. Um, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, Bill Murray's in it. Yeah. In fact, he's got the best line ever. <laughs> he's like, "Do you denounce Satan and all his evils?" Sure. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> um, so yeah, if they did if they did a movie like kind of Ed Wood style, only you know how Ed Woods was Ed Ed Woods. Ed Wood was kind of like from God. What would that have been like the fifties? Like his his era? Would that have been around yeah, the fifties? Yeah, fifties. Mm-hmm. So when they, the world 
when they did the the was it ninety probably ninety three ninety four Ed Wood came out, but they gave it that kind of like fifties horror movie, like that same kind of sci fi esque look. Like they should do that with this movie, only like the eighties kind of. That would be great. We should totally do that. We need to talk to people. <laughs> we always come up with good uh, yeah, ideas but, with you, man. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm liking this a lot. <laughs> Hey, why is uh, it, I, I need to call Hollywood. <laughs> Shutter. Every time we every time we talk to you, we all come up with like really cool like movie ideas that need to happen. So, hey, you know you know one of the producers. Let's let's get him on board. You know, it would be great. Well, uh, no, actually, uh, I'm actually like going hmm right now. I'm going to send an email right when we're done. God, and then they could release them as a box set together. It'd be great. Because I tell you what, Ed, Ed Wood, I saw Ed Wood back in, well, like I said, 93, 94, whenever it came out. And because of that movie, I went back and watched like a shit ton of Ed Wood stuff like that I'd never seen before. So, I mean, it goes hand in hand. It'd be great. Yeah, this this movie was nuts, yeah. man. And, and in a way that the whole time, you're, your first question to us was brilliant. How many times were you like, what the fuck am I watching? Literally, it was the first words out of my mouth. Right, and, and I asked it probably to myself ten times throughout this movie, and I text Kevin and I was like, "Oh God, I hated this movie, and yet I kind of love this movie." <laughs> it's, and the thing is, like any all the times I was saying "What the fuck," I said "What the fuck" in several different ways too. So <laughs> that was pretty hilarious. So it's like, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It was it was like a like a pungent cheese, you know. Where you're like, oh, that's terrible. But you're like, mm-hmm. well, I'm kind of missing that flavor. <laughs> I, think, I think after Kevin watched it, he texted me and said, "Man, first Alexander gives us true stories, and now this shit." He's like, "One was great, and one was what the hell was this shit?" <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> We were talking about studio interference, and I think that that was. I was like, "Oh, you want to see some studio yeah. interference?" <laughs> Here's this, some. This is some studio interference. It's like, funny, and then, I mean another another one. You can say Stimburn's Planet of the Apes was a huge studio interference film, also. Yeah, because that was not the film he wanted to make either. So no, that's no. probably the high budget equivalency of of Spookies. Yeah, and it shows. Like there was so much promise mm-hmm. for that movie, and well, you see, you know, later they did they started doing them and. They're much better than you know. But, uh, I I posted on it was funny because I posted on Facebook and I tagged you in it and I was like you know you just had to watch this this horrible movie and uh, we t- we do this for you guys and and Stewie's like is it is it worse than Transmorphers? I was like worse. <laughs> so he started naming movies. I was like worse. <laughs> He's like oh my god. <laughs> Stu would have never made it through this movie. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have made it through. So well, one thing that I, I, I'm proposing to uh, to, to Nathan because the Horhound once again canceled, but I right, I, I, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. yeah, I knew it was going to happen last time we talked. But, yeah, I was, <laughs> but, but I you know, shocked. didn't really talk about it. Um, yeah, and I think everyone knew, knew that. Yeah, but the um, so the, the March is looking good. good. Uh, just so you know, but one good. thing I I, I I keep pushing, and I'm like, dude, we can make this happen because vinegar syndrome are are. Like some of our, our main vendors, they always have big booths and they always they bring shit, promote shit. I was like, we can get Vinegar Syndrome on board to bring a couple of the guys from Spookies out to the convention. Uh, that'd be fun. You know, like we have to make them 
we can make it a thing where they can come out and we'll do like a big presentation. We can have like a, a big screening, like a dr- like an indoor drive-in. I guess it's just a movie. Oh, right? that'd be blast! Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but have have it like have a kind of drive-in style, you know? So it's not like formal seating. You kind of put blankets out or whatever. Um, but just try to make it like a more of a fun way to watch a movie, and then have one section in. Oh, sorry, I live right by a very busy road. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> They're getting ready to come to the to my oh yeah all right Cincinnati ladder twenty, um, but they but have like a one section of people who have never seen the movie, and then put a camera on them and have a separate oh screen yes hell yes where you just have, have their reaction just reaction real shots time. It's like they're watching the film that'd be great what and it'd be and maybe it'd well, be probably they say what the fuck it'd be great too if like some of them were sitting there with friends who had seen it and you used to see those people staring at them waiting like there it comes for the first bought it because i could put hey well we bought this because you keep talking about it so we bought it it was like awesome so i went over the house to watch it and i don't i think i looked at the screen maybe four times the whole movie and i'm like watching them and it's like <laughs> waiting for them to go what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> do they turn around when it's over and look at you and go I hate you <laughs> that just am I am I seeing this correctly <laughs> they were too mystified by what was happening to 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 stop and accuse me of making of forcing it upon them <laughs> like well no it's like we were so busy Get eaten by the shark. We forgot that you pushed us in the water. <laughs> well, that's what I said, though. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. Part of me was really angry at you, and part of me was very pleased with you. <laughs> like, why did he do this? But it's kind of awesome that he did. Like, yeah. yeah. Sometimes other people's misery gives me joy, you know. And this is a perfect example of filling that joy. <laughs> I feel like we're in a very select club now. <laughs> yeah. We need like I survived Spookies. T-shirts and shit. Oh, I, I, need, I, need, a, I need a T-shirt of that dude and his puppet. Oh yeah. What was up with the yeah. puppet? I didn't know. And I at know. the wait, and at the end, the werecat had the puppet. Was that just so they could have some continuity in the two stories? Do you think? Because like I was like, why does the werecat have the puppet? <laughs> like, were they just trying to tie it together? Oh, and the werecat looked horrible too. It was like. He, he did not look good, and plus, why a werecat? I didn't understand that at all. <laughs> like, what is that? Right. Had, had a had a resurgence right right around that time. It, had it was to like be a TV something version. With that. Yeah, and and so I think, and I and I honestly feel like the 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 other guy had never watched a horror film and then watched a whole bunch at once. And uh, he like because you can see Doctor like the Doctor Fives is on there yeah. and um, Phantasm and. Evil Dead and Ghoulies yep. and basically every popular horror film that had ever, ever been made was on mm. that fucking thing. Yes. And like the zombies and, and it's like, it's, it's, they just like, oh, keep throwing more shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You gotta appeal to every single horror fan ever made. <laughs> I think. Probably watch the thriller music video like just for good measure, you know, and try to take some notes from that. Number, sure. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, the I I got the vibes of that. And I think some of these I think some of this came along later, but it, it kind of reminded me of uh oh shit. 
what's the movie? Oh man, I cannot think of the name. I just I think the the bad guy's name it was actually a girl, and I think they made sequels. I, I want to say her name was Angela. What the hell was that movie where they all go out to the house to party? I know. Yes, Night of the, yes, Night of the Demons. It kind of gave me that same kind of feel, but I think that came later. I, I don't think that came first. No, it, totally, like like the 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 way that they're just driving out to some random spot. Yes, had that feeling, and the mix match mm. group because well, like in, in Return of the Living Dead, they all were of one group. They were clearly like one group hanging out. They were all like they're all the punk rock people. Right. This one here, they're just like, like the 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 collection of people. The character archetypes that were in those two cars were the equivalent of the monsters in the fucking movie too. It was like just they took a little bit from everywhere. Like they're they 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 had such a wide shot that they didn't hit anything. Like no. it's like they had a shotgun <laughs> and they missed the one thing they were aiming at. It's true. They hit, they hit, literally everything else got hit. And then there was just I mean there was some real random like I would love like you said I kind of would love to see the original in like intention behind this and compare it now just to go side by side. Because like I was telling Kevin, there's a scene. It's like the guy, well, first of all, this girl just turns into this creature and they all separate. And then they're all just sort of sitting around in different rooms chatting as if nothing has happened. And this guy walks into a room and he's like, Hey, I found the Ouija board. Were you looking for it? Like I did. I don't think it was misplaced. You guys knew it was in that room. And why are you going back in the room? You all just left where the creepy yeah. girl is. Yeah. It was so bizarre. It was so bizarre. Like, I don't know. Plot hole movie. Exposition plot hole, the film. Like, I think my brain stitched it together because yeah. it could not handle that it didn't make sense. Like, my brain's going, well, I mean, I guess this would make sense if, if this, this, and this would have been included. So that's where we're going to go with and it. And all they had to do <laughs> one fucking line from the warlock dude saying, oh, yeah, the death of this person opened up the portal to hell, and now everything is coming through it. Right, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Or even, like, I know your fears, and that's what, like, hey, maybe that guy had yeah. a fear of spiders, and, you know, maybe, maybe I don't know what the muck people or the fart monsters or the ghoulies thing would have been yeah. afraid of, but witches make sense, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> and what was up with that? Where was the, the she? Witch. Was she in a basement? Was she in a here. cave? <laughs> where, where was she? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was like a basement that leads to a cave. Like, I don't... Why was... He was killing these people he said to revitalize her, but I swear, after one person died, she was up running around as if she was fine. Like, there was no... And she looked young and youthful and seemed healthy. So I don't know why they were killing everybody else, except... The monster there was her child. That was also the implication. She's oh. like, we have just the one child. He's like, oh, no, you don't. Uh, we have many more than one child. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. And then, and then like, and all the zombies kept calling her mom, or mommy, your mother. Yeah. I think saying that all the monsters that were there were her children somehow. I guess. But they never explained I, that. I, I, no, I'm just, I'm just. Guessing, I was looking right. Into that's, what I, her, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, our, I think there's little pieces of information 
and our brains are trying desperately to stitch it into some kind of cohesion. Like what must be yeah, this, this right? movie is like a like a puzzle that uses two different puzzle sets. <laughs> it's pretty. That's pretty <laughs> accurate, man. <laughs> uh, Just force that piece in there. It's fine. It'll be okay. It'll, yeah, we'll get it done one way or the other. But in that, yeah, just pound it in. Just. But in that is the fun, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a blast. And then, like, I don't know if you, if, if anyone who's listening to this has ever, you know, or, or currently imbibes in any anything recreational. <laughs> I'm sure some that, of them do. fine too. <laughs> but you know, if you happen to accidentally eat the wrong mushroom, or or some <laughs> funny papers, or you smoke some wacky tobacco, or whatever. It's probably really good for that. <laughs> or would that make it all make sense? And then it wouldn't be like, <laughs> like I'm so fucked up. This movie makes sense. <laughs> and, um, when you when you take LSD, the first 15 minutes is is the only actual trip you're having. Everything else for the rest of the night, like you, 15 minutes is, is is what you're processing for the actual drug to do. But what it does, it takes your consciousness and throws it up in there like a, like a puzzle out of a box. And then the rest of the of the alleged trip is you putting your puzzle back in the box, not even back together again. Wow. Just get all away. So it's your your perception is is reassembling itself, and your and your state of mind is reassembling. So I'm not promoting or endorsing. <laughs> like, <okay. laughs> I just I just. I, I read about them. I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think when I was younger, I snorted some Kool-Aid, and I had that same effect. <laughs> you know, they just kind of like but, but I think in my head. This movie is kind of like, it's kind of like, it takes a plot of a film, and you go, okay, I'm going to watch this, and it throws it in the air, and then you're putting the the plot together for the rest of the film is, is, the, is the coming down trip. <laughs> <laughs> I am in no way... Like, for as much as this movie was what the fuck, I am in no way upset that I watched it. Like, I was. Like, what the hell did I just do with an hour and a half of my time? And then I'm like, it was kind of awesome that I did that, though. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those, it is one of those where you get to see all the craziness, you get to see the acid trip without taking the acid, and and while part of you is upset, there's now, like, forever, I've seen this movie and I can be happy. And the funny thing is, I'll end up watching it again. I guarantee I will. <laughs> guarantee I will. I've, I've watched this movie as many times, possibly more than I've watched the um, the Seven Samurai, <laughs> and that's one of my favorite films. Really, like, I've, I've watched Spookies more than I've watched Kurosawa at this point. So, <laughs> or as oh damn, I tell this story yeah. a lot. Um, when I was a teenager. Um, I'm not a big porn guy. I never was, but I did own a porn when I was a teenager. Um, I had a I had a young uncle. I always say my uncle and everybody. Your uncle and his girlfriend? Do I? No, 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 no. We're not getting that way. <laughs> no, um, well, I always tell people I'm like my uncle gave it to me. People are like, what the hell was wrong with your uncle? I'm like, well, okay, he was a younger uncle. Like when he gave it to me, he was young. I was young. He's like, here you go, man. Now you got one. And so, we were dating at the time, so it was cool. Anyway, right. It was totally acceptable. And he was step, so it's it's step uncle, so it's okay. Um so so I have this this porn and what everybody'll tell the story like all my friends will be like, Jason used to make us watch this porn with him, and everybody looks at him and we all start laughing. They're like, But he never made us watch the sex scenes. And <laughs> they're like, What? 
And I tell them, I'm like, oh, God, no. I, I Whenever somebody would come over, I'm like, you've got to see this. You've got to see this scene of this porn movie, right? You've got to see this dude trying to act. It is like the best, worst thing I've ever seen in my life. And so I would put it in, and we would watch this five-minute clip of this dude trying to act before the sex scene. And you know, I'm thinking in my head, like, the guy's, like, all he really cares about is the sex scene, right? So the acting is just not important to him. He doesn't care. Yeah. What I'm saying is the movie sucked. That porn sucked. It was it was almost like my uncle gave it to me as a joke, like, here you go. It's like the worst thing ever. And I You'll I, never be a porn guy after this. No, right. <laughs> Trust me, I got I've got some fucked up fetishes because of it. But knowing how bad it was, I had to I had to watch it. I had to show people. You they had to know that this existed. Look, I've gotta show you this. You have to, we're going to watch porn. What? No, trust me. And then inevitably they'd watch it and they'd be like, oh my God, what was that? That's exactly what's going to happen with, sp- with spookies. I'm like, oh God, you got to check this out. Come here. <laughs> Come here. Watch this. And then when you're done, tell me if you know what the fuck just happened. <laughs> there's, there's actually, uh, there, there is a, a porn movie that you might want to cover at some point in the future. It's called Let My Puppets Come. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Where's Stewie at when you need him? <laughs> uh, a porn movie from the 70s that has humans and puppets fucking. Wow. Wow. See, by the by way, Jim Henson. that just proves there's nothing original Ooh. in Hollywood. Because, you know, you get these movies like, uh, what is it, uh... World Police, uh, Team America, and then yeah. and that movie that just came out like last year or whatever, um, the one with Melissa McCarthy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it, it was it was a lot like that movie. Yeah. Except it was really a porn. It actually it was a porn from the seventies. See, when and you... it, there were like human and human and humans and puppets. That's insane. <laughs> and puppets and puppets. <laughs> and see, that's like I said, I'm <laughs> I'm not a porn guy, but I do like. Can't I can't help but be drawn to bizarre shit that I just when I watch it I'm like what were they thinking so now I've got to see at least a clip of this right <laughs> that's how disturbed yeah, I am on, on YouTube they have, they have like they have clean clips on YouTube of that you can you can actually see it on YouTube uh, not not the full film but you can see like um, the the trailers for it because the trailers were suggestive but not. Hardcore, and meanwhile, or nude even. Meanwhile, so, Kevin's it's like you know, let my puppet come, and they have like it's just a dumb trailer. It's like a movie trailer because they this back when they were still trying to legitimize pornography as as a, 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 a you know cinematic. Yeah, it's form. so weird, isn't it? Uh, before, before <laughs> cocaine and videotape came along, they they were trying. It is so weird. So I worked. Uh, I were I used to be a manager at a video store. And uh, we had an adult room, and people would come in, and it was small. And we had sections, right? And uh, people would yeah. come in all the time and go, "Well, what are the what? What do the sections mean?" They would always ask me because we had we had uh, new release, we had amateur, we had feature, and we had Gonzo. And the way I always told it, no matter what, people would be like, "What are the sections?" I'd be like, "Well, new release just means it's new to us at this store. Doesn't mean it's a new movie. Means we just got it." I'm like. I was like, uh, amateur kind of speaks for itself. If you can't figure that shit out, I can't help you. It's amateur. <laughs> I was like, I was like, uh, 
Gonzo just literally means like we don't know. It, we had a, we had a movie back there called Fatter, Balder, Uglier, so that was in Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real thing. I was like, and feature feature is a movie that somebody somewhere deemed had some sort of a plot. That's feature. <laughs> I was like, so there you go. I don't under I never understood why people felt they needed plot in their porn, but. Maybe it just gets them more excited. I don't know. <laughs> there, there are okay. So I, I've actually, I actually can can answer that. <laughs> um, okay, so so psychological the way the way men are men are more visually oriented in in uh, their sexuality. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so it's like we we're stimulated by by and this this is you know. Soci- sociology, psychology—it's it's hardwired into us. Um, that, that's also why the like most most other mammals, um, they they engage in what's called a primal buttock display, where the asses are what's more prominent. There's like there's sometimes there's a scent, sometimes they're just fuller and rounder, and it's it's a health signal to to uh, from females to males that this is a good. Um, this is a, this is a good healthy mate. Um, so when they present, it's it's more appealing. Um, the humans are the only mammals that can retain that have breasts when not lactating or, or not you know in, in, in like a baby making mode. And if you look at the cleavage in breast and the cleavage on an ass, they're the same. So that, so human humans have have been mimicking healthy sexual cues. So men are more visually oriented. That's why like. Men, men go more for pornography and women go more for like content and romance. Like women have more of a mental thing. Women are okay. smarter than men. Okay. Basically. True. And, yeah. uh, and so they, they tend to go for more of a mental stimulation over a visual stimulation. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, it takes, and it's, neither one of them is better. Neither one of them is worse. I, I'm not saying this to be sexist or, or, or provocative in any way at all. This, this is just, hardwired primordial nonsense that we have and and as as we progress it, things change like we just we just happen to have in the last hundred years five thousand years worth of, of technology advanced happened so what's going to happen to us evolutionary who knows what'll happen in a couple of years because this is not an absolute hundred percent thing but generally men are more visually oriented that's why they go more for the gonzo shit. They go more for the clips and the scenes and the cum shots and the very specific. This is the thing that gets me off. And, and it's like wired into the brain. This is what I want to see. Boom, done. Where women are like, yeah, you know, I like to see all this, but yeah, what, what? And then so women tend to go with like the, the, the romantic lead in. And I'm not saying that men only want to watch sure. all sex shit and women only want to watch all story shit. Cause that's, cause that's not true. Like you said, Sometimes you got to go. I need some subtext here. <laughs> I need some plot to know why the hell this is happening. And and, well, the, and for men, your pizza is del- being delivered. Oh, I don't have any money for a tip. Well, this do. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> well, you see, that's why I like to tell jokes when I make. Them. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I like to make squishy noises and car backing up noises. <laughs> yeah. I have like a fully team, you know, just making sound effects. It's, it's a big production. <laughs> it's a big production. By the way, you don't get laid very often, do you, Kevin? I've got like a, 
that ultra team board next to my bed. <laughs> oh God! Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, and also if you look at okay, um, I try to remember like there's a there's a porn company. They were bigger in the in the '90s, but they're like gold something. But they did a lot of like very high end. Like if, if when the Pirates of the Caribbean came out, they did a, a, a pirate film that was like a million dollar film. They had like a fucking budget. Uh, I think it was um, there. There was a, I think there was a porn movie called Pirates. Yeah, it, it is the highest. Yeah, well, yeah. Jameson. So at least that, back that, then, that was geared specifically towards towards the female market because yeah. it was like it was kind of untapped. And the women, like, no, we like to watch porn too, but we just don't like. We don't want to see fucking Ron Jeremy. Right. They're, they're, well, I, I don't want to see Ron Jeremy. <laughs> let's, let's not touch that. Let's, let's, yeah, let's not. Let's not. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> it's not a big shocker. I, I, I'd heard Which some stories. Said so. a lot by a lot of people. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, so, so w- women uh, tend to gravitate more towards that type of pornography. And, there, and there's even like uh, a four lovers. And if, if just, just do sure. like a... A search on streaming and, and like that, um, Dane, what's her, whatever, there's like a Dane something is like a female oriented, which is like more romantic. Like you'll, you'll have the same penetration, you'll have the same, you know, there's a cum shot, there's all the, all the by the numbers porn, but it's, but it has like usually nicer lighting and effects, and <laughs> some, there's always like some cool music. Really and... <laughs> and a candle's funny, lit, you know, Kenny G's playing. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And, right. and, that's, and that's like that's kind of geared more towards female. But I mean, and, and not, and I and I wanted to like well, clarify. I know some really dirty fucking women who are fucking awesome, and <laughs> I fucking too. love them. And they're like, fuck this shit. Let's do the gangbang like that. You know, that's just valid. You know what? <laughs> But I guarantee, and and I, I just like you said, I don't mean this. In fact, I don't mean this offensive in any way. I mean it just the opposite. Those same dirty women probably have that other side as well, because women tend to be more emotionally mature than men are. <laughs> so they might have the dirty side, but they have a they probably have a little bit more emotionally mature side too, where they they appreciate the other. I mean, I appreciate you know, you know how I about that 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 Dane, whatever the person's name is, you know, Billy White Room shit. Because I watch it. It's fucking well lit. It's like, this is some good cinematography right here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, fucking, it's fucking sexy. I would, I would probably, the type of person I am, I would probably appreciate that kind of stuff more. That's, I think it's one of the re- So, in, in my life, um, porn that I've seen is not very realistic to what really happens. And I'm like, I guess that to me, it's just like, well, that's not really how it is for me. So I just never really got, I mean, I like seeing naked women. Don't misunderstand me, but I, I just wasn't really ever really big into, I'd probably be more into that stuff because I'm like, yeah, this is, this is, this is romantic. This is, this is sexy, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Some some of the stuff I watch, I go, Oh, that doesn't look healthy. They're going to get an infection. Boy, a lot of psychological issues. <laughs> so spookies, right? <laughs> you know what's funny, Kevin, is it pretty much fits in with most of our normal shows. So we don't hardly ever stay on topic. We do more when we have guests than when we're doing the actual shows. We oh, never... I still got a hangover from that G.I. Joe show that we did. <laughs> if you haven't listened to our G.I. Joe the movie episode, it's... Uh... 
I mean, we kind of talk about it. <laughs> yeah, for about five minutes. <laughs> uh, there, there was a lot of uh, nonsensical stuff going on. I mean, it's funny because I have people will tell me all the time. They're like, I, I love your show. Your show's hilarious. I mean, the topics are fine. It's all the other shit that we enjoy. <laughs> oh my God. That's fair enough. It's the it's the other yeah, shit we enjoy too. So, well, you know, it's, it's fun doing these shows. It's it's an excuse to to get together with friends, but more than that, we've also like you, for example, we've made friends through the show. I talk to people. I literally talk to people in other countries. Um, some of my closest friends. I told you earlier in the show. I got a friend, Matt, that's gonna had. This, he's like, I got to watch the spooky show has become one of my best friends and we live states away. I mean, we see each other once every, I mean, if we're lucky once a year, but it hasn't even been that in a long time, but we talk all the time. That's, that's the great part about doing these shows, man. It's just the people we've met over the years, the experiences we've had because of it. You know, I, I think we told you before we met the NOTLP guys just by accident. Didn't even know we were in the same city as them. And they were the ones who got us to Horror Hound. They were, we have met so many people, and it's been so much fun. And then getting to meet people like you and have people like you on the show, we just we have a blast doing it. I look forward to doing the show every week. It's kind of like my um, release valve after a shitty week at work, you know. It's great stuff. Great stuff. And and we saw Spookies because of it. So Good time. <laughs> I do want to say... I do want to say one other thing. Um, the movie, I was talking, I had to look this up. So the movie was filmed at, this is really interesting, John Jay Estate. And this guy, this John Jay, was one of the founding fathers of America. He uh, co-authored the Treaty of Paris and the Federalist <laughs> Papers, and he was the first Chief Justice of the Supreme Court and the second Governor of New York. They filmed this movie at his, his well, what at one time, like in the 1700s had been his like mansion. I thought that was kind so, of so, awesome. So he was he was he was spinning in his grave and they somehow got that in the film too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they should have added like a zombie version of this dude in the movie cuz nobody would have known, but it would have been right. awesome. It would have been great. Yeah. That would have been awesome. <laughs> you you know you have um You've been on the show with us a couple of times now. You introduced me to well, I'd heard of it, but luckily with your recommendation, I watched True Stories. Absolutely fell in love with that. Um, I think I saw on Facebook you had said that you watched it again after <laughs> after watching it with us. Oh yeah, I, I watch I watch True Stories. It's one of my comfort films. It and, is, and then my my friend uh, Joe Rogers from Thirteen Gauge uh, Horror. He does a lot of the conventions and stuff, and he sells posters online. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know his website. It's Thirteen Gauge. Um, I don't know the website, but anyway, if, if you if you message me or want, I can give you his information. But he sells movie posters, and he mailed me as a gift. I was so fucking touched. Uh, original True Stories poster. Oh, that's awesome. I, oh, I, I want to awesome. say I want to say I I saw a I think you put a, po- a picture or something up online, and I think I saw that, and I just assumed that because you do a lot of so. For those of you who don't know, Alexander does a lot of work um, at home. He, he does, I mean, you're an artist, essentially, right? I mean, you create all these really cool things. You do these auctions. Um, he does some really cool stuff with, for those of you who don't know what the Frisch's Big Boy is, <laughs> he does some really cool stuff with Frisch's Big Boys and turns yeah. them into, like, monster movie icons. And they Fire look, King stuff, they look fantastic. Movies. They look great. Thank you. No, I mean, they look really, really good. Like, they almost look like 
I, I don't. I hope this doesn't offend. They almost look mass produced, but they're not. That's that's, that's kind of what you go for when you make that. I mean, the, stuff like the that. quality. You want, it, you want it to look as professional as possible. Right. The quality is what I'm getting at. The quality looks. It doesn't look like some person just sat around who doesn't know what they're doing. I mean, it looks. This stuff looks like legit should be packaged and sold in stores. It's Funko Pop for horror fans. It's really cool. Um, and, exactly. And he does a lot of this. The, you do a lot of this kind of stuff. And so you, I, I see your po- your posts and stuff on Facebook, and I, I think I saw that poster in the background, and I just assumed you had or, or already had it because you were a fan. So uh, no, that, the poster was not hanging up. You probably saw something else. I, I, I saw something. I, I don't know. Maybe I didn't. I think yeah. you, you might have just – maybe you just posted and said that he sent it to you. I don't know. My brain – I told a story on, like, the last episode about uh, – our friend Spanky buying me a, a, a copy of Pulp Fiction for my birthday, and it was actually me who bought it for him for his birthday. But in my world, it's totally, you know, it's what happens, man, when you start getting old. It just, you just create shit in your head. Um, what, you said 13 gauge. Do you know? I'm, yeah, hold on one second. Let me, let me, uh, he gave me a sticker. I was going to try to pull it up. Well, it's, it's uh, Joe Rogers. It's uh, I'm sorry, no, I I I correct myself. It's twelve gauge, twelve gauge gore, twelve gauge gore. Yeah, and it's uh, Joe Rogers, R O D. Rogers. I just want to make sure people can go check him out, especially if he's if he's going to be sending you uh, <laughs> copies of the which the poster for for True Stories is great, and and I. I'd seen it my whole life. Being a Talking Heads fan, I'd, I'd always seen this poster. I just never kind of clicked it. Hey, I should watch this movie. And it's funny you said it's kind of it's it, the movie brings you comfort, it, odd as it might be. That's how I've always felt about the Talking Heads. There's something very comforting f- for me when I listen to their music. Probably stems back to when I was young and I first was introduced to them. So yeah, watching the movie is like you watch that and you're kind of like, yeah, this, this, this is totally a. a it's totally a Talking Heads movie. Like, it fits. It's, yeah. I don't. And everything is just nice and good. Everything you know? in it's nice it, and good. <laughs> There's no shitty person. Not you know, it's a, no, no, I'm it's thinking about this. Thinking about this and then the and the um, nothing but trouble. Yeah, I, I'm realizing one thing. That. That spooky, what Spooky was missing um, was um, Digital Underground. Showing up and randomly. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring up nothing but trouble, y'all. <laughs> oh, God. It would have made Spooky's great. It would have made Spooky's great. But, uh, it, yeah, man. I mean, all I can say is how dare you and thank you. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, it, <laughs> it, and when I say all that stuff, it's in a loving way. Like, how dare you? Oh, but, no, I, I, but I love it. <laughs> Because I would do the same I, shit. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you watched okay, I posted a, a, I should send it to you guys directly, but I posted a, a TikTok video of like, just a short little video on my, on my page. I did it like a day or two ago. And uh, I, I recommend you go on my page and look at that. But it's like just people turning out, like just kind of looking out into a hallway. Um, so yeah, look, look at, go look at that one on my Facebook and, uh, and, and look at the comments below it. <laughs> I got a lot of you are a fucking asshole. <laughs> right now. now I'm gonna have to go look. <laughs> no man, I, I like I said you you entered well, much like true stories. I 
I mean, I was a kid that was always at the, in the horror section. And I was a kid who would always pick movies up based off the box art. And I had seen, I've seen this poster for Spookies. I'd, I'd seen it before lots of times. One one place or another, I don't know where, but I never saw them. I, I thought I had watched it. I'd never seen it. So it's kind of fun that I get to be introduced to it. And you warned us ahead of time. You're like, oh, no, God, it's one of the worst. But that's literally... Troll 2, one of the worst movies ever. That's why I watched it. I didn't watch it because I yeah. thought it was going to... People told me it was bad. Is it really that bad? I got to go watch it. Kevin's not seen it, so we have another one for him to watch. No. Nope. So, so, I mean, I am I am grateful, if that's the right word, that you introduced well, this movie to us. <laughs> but, um, I don't know if it's, it's available anywhere. I mean, you guys probably have better internet capabilities and pirating and whatnot, but it's called... Hard Rock Zombies, and if you don't, if you don't have it, or if you can't find it, um, I, I I have a copy. I'll mail you. It's it's like a just like a, a burn copy I got from Bob. Um, but it's uh, it's another one of those movies where you can tell it's just a couple like old rich producers, or you know, or, you know, moderate rich, like like less than Lloyd Kaufman kind of guys. Were like, you know, kids like the zombies these days, and they also like the rock and roll. Let's make a hard rock and roll zombie movie. <laughs> And like they're just completely out of <laughs> the mark. 19, 1985, Hard Rock Zombies. It says. Yeah, they're, they're still trying to find the, uh, you know, like the. This is popular, but they don't really understand why it's popular. They just look at what's popular, <laughs> and that's what they go for, and not not questioning what nuances make Rocky Horror Picture Show viable. Right. What nuances make you know the <laughs> trigger treat <laughs> viable, or. Phantom of of the Paradise. <laughs> oh wow! You can buy Hard Rock yeah. Zombies on DVD off Amazon for eighty nine ninety nine. <laughs> okay, I, I got I got I got a copy of it that I it's like a, a burned DVD copy that um just one of you guys just um direct message me an address and I'll drop yeah, it in absolutely. the mail for you. Nineteen eighty five. It's um, right up our alley. That's actually, awesome. yeah. That, I'll drop in the mail like a Monday or Tuesday. I gotta, I gotta go. Nathan has it right now because he's looking for he's looking for bad movies, and I'm like, well, <laughs> well I got so so he, basically, what you're telling us is when we're looking for bad movies, we know who to call. <laughs> yeah, and if I don't know, if I don't know him. I know who does know them. <laughs> oh man, good time. So I'm, I'm curious to. Well, have to, you guys watched Zardoz? Have we watched what? Zardoz. I've never seen. I've seen. Uh-oh. Pieces of Zardoz. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's on. It's on Hulu right now. I've seen. I've seen pieces of it. Never seen the whole thing. I've heard lots of stories about it. Um, I was it's just on ab- Hulu. I was just about it's to ask. I was just about to ask, like, uh, like before you talked about Hard Rock Zombies, I was going to be like, "Hey, uh, so what do you? So what movie are you going to throw at us to watch next time?" And then you brought up Hard Rock Zombies, and now there's also. <laughs> Zardoz. <laughs> I, I have I have a a Zardoz costume in my closet. <laughs> just up like Zardoz. <laughs> and it, and it like just a. Uh, it's like, like it's a like a red, diaper like, with a bandolier. It's like a red yeah. bandolier diaper. <laughs> like a like a just Google image Sean Connery Zardoz like Vampirella looking thing. thing. <laughs> I, I made I made a I made a Zardoz big boy. <laughs> Nice. Those things are great. 
Um, and I know you you've been doing auctions and stuff online. I, I we had you do this before, but you need to tell everybody at home where they can go to check out your stuff. I mean, obviously Facebook. But I, I mean, really, really. Um, my my Instagram always has my artwork on it. It's uh, Chump Change underscore Variety. Uh, that's 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 me. I've I've got two of them up there. One of them has nothing on there, so ignore that one. Yeah. When you look at the one that has stuff on it, that's the right one. <laughs> <laughs> if there's nothing on it, that's the wrong one. <laughs> I mean, because I... and like and like Jay was saying, I mean the artwork and the detail that goes into um, into these is like the Franklin Mint. <laughs> so, you know, just... <laughs> It's the Hamilton Mint. And are you are you working right now? Were you? Did I see you were working on like like little monsters, like little? Yeah, I do like um, I do like little dioramas and, and like Altoid tins, and if I can find uh, vintage like secrets and, and ink stamp, like I, I like to have the vintage antique tins better. Yeah, that's cool. But they're harder to find. Uh, so I, I do a lot of Altoid tins, and I've been I have like these uh, kind of prefab monster figures that came out a few years ago and I and I paint them and then I make just little mini dioramas and like the Altoid Smalls and the teeny tiny ones and I'll just like I, I had a whole bunch of them because I did a, a bunch of them a while ago and I, and I found like oh here's a bunch of half finished pieces and I just keep throwing them together and doing like little little sales I just as we were talking I just sold those um, fix wow <laughs> 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 I I think it's we'll see Kevin and I like Kevin and I appreciate so we we both have our artistic sides I'm not that kind of artist I'm I'm a AV guy I love video I love filming I love putting together projects that I like to work on Kevin does graphic More design work graphic design yeah Kevin yeah. loves designing logos and just he really gets into that stuff and so Kevin and I have a like this massive appreciation for artists of any kind We've always sort of been this way. We like seeing unique spins. We went to this. Uh, what? Where was that, Kevin? That art show we went to in Cincinnati. Oh, it was like was it the art museum? No, no, it was or, in that that really no? old building. It was like four or five different floors of all these artists. Um, oh, Pendleton. Pendleton. Yeah, and Pendleton Art District. Yeah. We went in. There was there was a girl that did like her medium was cardboard. And I mean, some of this shit just blew my mind. I'm like, how did you, how did you see that in your head? Let alone create that out of cardboard, like corrugated card. I mean, it, it's just amazing to see the stuff that people do. And your art is definitely yours. Like it's, it's all 100 percent Alexander Hamilton. I mean, <laughs> it is your style. And uh, I've. You know, I, lately you've been posting stuff on Facebook, and I'm like, man, that looks that looks really freaking cool. And yes, Kevin's right; he did some Tiger King uh, big boys. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I raffled off uh, Tiger King, and then I just did, uh, Carol, which I did really well on Carol Baskin. And then I did you know. the that bitch Carol Baskin, um, and I did really good on that too. And I, but I, I'm gonna do another one in about a month or so. Is the the raffles? I do them with like five dollars a ticket, and then if you buy four tickets, I, I I mail you. You automatically just get like a swag bag, and, oh, and I mail cool. you like you know, that's stickers cool. and buttons and magnets and a bunch of cool little shit. Well, so it's like, yeah, cause I I really I can't just take your money. I've got to do something. I got to give you something because I feel guilty just taking money. Even though people are like, yeah, it's only twenty bucks. Who cares? 
you know, it's, 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 it means a lot. So I like, I like to mail out those little swag bags and some people spend a lot of fucking money. Like I, I feel guilty when they don't win because they spend so much fucking money. <laughs> like, um, Fuck, you could have just bought a piece from me for that amount, but they're like, "Yeah, we like to gamble." He ca- <laughs> see, he suffers. He suffers from what we suffer from, Kevin. That's that's always been our problem. We love to do, we love to work on projects. We have a hard time mm-hmm. with the the money end of it. That's why we're not rich. We yeah. we we end up going. You know, how much owe you? Ah, just don't worry about it. Uh, you don't owe me anything. <laughs> it's on <man>. me. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, don't worry about that. I've gotten better at like at like not not being nice, not not to be nice, but uh, but just shutting my mouth it's like, just when the money's being discussed. Because you just like, <laughs> like they go, okay, so that so I'm gonna get four of these, and the amount of that is blah blah blah. And I'm like, yes, yeah. Well. Instead of going, oh, well, I'll just give you one for free, you know, because that's my my impulse is like, oh, you just bought three, let me give you a fourth one for free. But I'm like, no, I can't. yeah, I can't. sounds I like I can't do that right now. It's like, yeah. can you can you work <laughs> exactly? Can you do? But what I do is I I just bought a bunch of stickers, um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just there's a, a thing called um, sticker mule, which is it's a little more expensive, but really high quality stickers. And like my friend like Clownvis, who I work for, he uses them, and Horrorhound uses them, and they're like the best quality vinyl stickers out there. And uh, and if you sign up for them. They do like random sales, like once a month. They'll have like a fucking outrageous sale, and I just bought like fifty holograph stickers for for uh, twenty nine dollars. And usually it's like a seventy dollar purchase. So it's like if you just so I'm gonna keep every month. I'm just gonna whatever the special is. I'm just gonna have a bunch of stickers made. So when I do my next raffle, um, I'll have a bunch of bunch of swag to put in there. Just cause I, I like doing that, and it's like. It's, so really, like when you spend twenty dollars, you're only spending seventeen because I, I always buy, I always you know, ship you something back. Oh my god, I'm so looking nice. at him. I'm looking at him now. Yeah. He's right. They have holographic. Do they have puffy stickers? <laughs> if I can get, if we could create some like holographic puffy stickers, very, <laughs> like I'd totally Our be in. Stickers, those were cold. Be totally be scratch and sniff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one smells like grape. Yeah. Uh, kids today, you might not have known this, but in the '80s, sticker albums—they were a thing. <laughs> oh man! All right, so we know we're gonna have to have him back on because we have to do Hard Rock Zombies. You know that's yeah. Right. I'm gonna mail it to you next yeah, week. Yeah, definitely. So that's gonna have to happen. So we know we're gonna have you back again soon. Which yeah, well, it's gonna be. I'm gonna mail it to one of you guys, and you got to pass it on to the next guy. So it's gonna be a couple, you know, probably a couple of weeks before we all gonna sit down and watch it. I should probably rewatch it again before I send it off too. We'll have to. We'll have to have a and, night. Just uh, we'll sit on. You know, we should do like a night where we we all get on, and I don't know if I if I could rig that up on my end or not. Like get everybody get on at the same time and we'll watch it together. I don't I don't do the zoom and all that crap. I don't know anything. I've never tried it. I'm sure I could figure it out, but oh, we'll, well figure something yeah, out. I've been thinking about working well, with it. We'll if you don't have a professional account, if you don't have the pay account, yeah. it cuts you off after like 40 minutes or something. Oh, that sucks. What about but you the, can? But in uh, Facebook Messenger, you can do you can do group calls on that. I was going to say Google, most, Google has them too, doesn't it? Because I've production meetings with uh, with three other people um, around the country for the for the last couple weeks. So yeah, so so Facebook Messenger works fine for for that kind of thing. Yeah, I could probably you, I could probably rig we, it. We could, 
movies on our, on our own thing. Like we just like I'll start it around the same time and <laughs> and then do it that way. Yeah, we should totally we do like, that. That would be fun, and we could totally make that work. We can, we'll make that. We'll figure that out. I think we'll we'll sit down and I'll figure it out because that would be fun. It'd be fun to try to watch it together. So and yeah, you said you do video editing. Yeah, yeah. I well, I I like to shoot. I like to edit. I like I, a little bit of all of it. Because we Mostly might be snuff films. <laughs> snuff films. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> No one really sees it. It's just a dark web. <laughs> it's just for me. <laughs> it's just a dark for me and a couple politicians I know. <laughs> <laughs> my closet, you open my closet, it's just a bunch of tapes, like old VHS tapes. Oh, it's, I, I, I shoot on beta, but uh, it's just got a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of people's names on the back. Like <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got, we got some more fun projects. Yeah. Well, I yeah. can't, I can't imagine you would be doing anything real boring. <laughs> it's, like... it's actually, it's not, not, not for me directly, but, but I'm involved in it. That's cool. Yeah. But, uh, but, I, but I can't really talk about it too much. That's fine. Hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll talk to you about it privately. Yeah. That's cool. Cause it's, it's porn. It's porn. <laughs> Does it involve puppets? <laughs> yeah. And my mom. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, good times. Well, man, I again we appreciate it. Um, it's it's probably. I mean, we had fun the last time, but I had more fun this time. Just it was a blast. Ditto. Um, the movie. I, I it it was hard. True Stories was so freaking good, and it was like I don't. It's it, it sound corny as hell. It spoke to me, and so it was yeah. hard to just get. Like we got a little crazy, a little nuts with with um. Uh, nothing but trouble, a little bit, but there was like, there was true stories is kind of deep, <laughs> and it's like you can't yeah. can't get too silly, even though the movie's completely silly. Um, yeah. So it's, it's kind of I I nothing but trouble had a lot of depth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought little dibble, um, little dibble really. <laughs> I don't know what the hell to say. <laughs> they represent the child inside all of us. <laughs> Not inside me. <laughs> <laughs> but again man uh really really thanks thanks we appreciate having you on the show we it was fun to have you again um looking forward to the next time we're gonna set that whole thing up yeah i guess yeah, I'll, get, I'll get the hard rock zombies out to you asap cool can't wait man. all right cool okay you take it easy talk man we will talk to you soon all right take it easy stay safe as always it was great to have alexander with us we have another Skype in episode next week. We did this epic like uh, arcade edition, but it's it's a really long episode with a lot of craziness. So it's going to take me a little while to edit through it and make it something presentable to you guys. So we have a Skype in episode with good friend of the show Matt Brown next week. We're going to be talking about Fuzzbucket. I think people are just trying to torture me these days. Fuzzbucket is available on Disney Plus if you want to watch it before the episode. It is only 46 minutes long. Thank God. Thank God. But if you have Disney Plus, you can go over and check it out. I don't know that I recommend it, but if you want to be tortured, do it. Again, we want to thank Alexander for being on the show. And until next we speak, stay awesome. People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Women seem wicked.
when you're unwanted The streets are running When you're down, when you're strained Faces come out of the rain When you're strained No one remembers your name When you're strained When you're strange